Welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast, where we promote eating your fucking cinnamon rolls, bitch. Go eat them, motherfucker. Hello, welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the new episode of The Last of Us, episode two. Um, this one was directed by Neil Druckmann, and uh, he's obviously the guy who headed the games themselves, and he wrote them, and I think he was a designer. So, I mean, he obviously knows the characters in the IP, so you should have a, you should be expecting a good episode. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I went into this with high expectations, especially after the first episode, because I was very impressed. Um, that episode did a good job of readapting the first game and uh, or adapting the first game and like also putting its own spin on things and adding extra things that develop the world. And uh, this episode kind of does the same thing. Um, it's kind of more follows the game, doesn't really have much extra until the end. And I'm not going to lie, the stuff that it does add, I have a little bit of a problem with. I'll get to that, though. Uh yeah, um, so I guess we can just go into the episode and just start talking about it. Spoilers, obviously, for The Last of Us games and the episode itself. So, yeah, here we go. The episode starts um, with a cold open, and it's another flashback to uh, 2003 on the day the outbreak starts. And it uh, it takes place in Jakarta, Indonesia, which is kind of where, or that's where the radio in the first episode you hear someone on the radio talking about how jakarta there's a lot of violence going on and i guess that's yeah jakarta's ground zero for the fungal infection and it the basically the cold open is just showing this doctor getting picked up by government officials and is being shown this um virus or the fungus infection and uh she's like yeah there's nothing we can do it's this is gonna spread you're just gonna have to bomb everybody in this town because nothing you there's no cure nothing you can do so yeah i was uh i I always like when apocalypse movies or shows are like zombie things they show the actual build-up to the apocalypse and how people are reacting how doctors are reacting um, just a calm before the storm and this show so far has done a really good job with that. Uh, the first episode obviously has a lot of that. And then this episode, the cold open, um, I, I hope that every episode maybe has something like that where they show some kind of flashback to what stuff was before we start the main plot. Because I, I find that interesting because that's not from the game at all. And it just expands the lore even more. Um, but yeah, it was, uh. That was a very chilling opening. So after that, I uh, got the title sequence and we cut to um, the modern or modern back to uh, the 2023 with uh, Ellie and Joel and Tess. And they're like interrogating Ellie and asking her why she's uh, how like she's not infected and why she's so important to Marlene. And um, this is the kind of the thing I said last week where I was like, yeah. I don't know. They they didn't do that good of a job of establishing that she's um, infected last week. And then this episode starts, and obviously they kind of set things straight. They're like, yeah, she's infected, or she's immune to the infection. And uh, 
yeah, it's like three weeks old, her bite. And yeah, I, I mean, that kind of cleared up some, obviously I, I kind of assumed they were going to do that. I just thought it'd be better if they did the last episode because they have such a big buildup and then they don't really have a payoff at the end of the last episode. It's just so rushed, but they just explain it quickly away in the beginning of this. So, but yeah, uh, after that, um, it shows the three of them going through like post-apocalyptic Boston and man, oh man, the cinematography and the whole entire production style of this show is incredible. It, it really look, it's straight from the game and, um, it like nothing looks like bad. Everything in the show looks really good. looks real. Um, it gives like the whole sense of this, this dread, like this dread filled atmosphere. Um, as they're walking through like the streets that are just full of like old toys and abandoned cars and vines or the nature's completely overtaken the city there's vines growing down buildings and as they're walking they hear like uh this, this is a good part where they're walking and they hear like a scream off in the distance and they don't have no idea where it's coming from, where it came from they just know that something's out there that made someone just scream <laughs> so like it just it just adds to the suspense and this show so far has done a good job of building suspense like the last episode with with the opening and kind of showing the calm before the storm and then this episode with them walking around Boston and knowing that stuff is out there. They just haven't encountered it yet. Um, and then, uh, so they're walking through Boston and I think we get to, they're like trying to get through a building and they test finds like a, they, they're trying to go one way and they see like a roadblock and it's literally all these infected are just on the ground, just like spazzing out. They're all connected as well because I guess in the show the fungus infection is not spread through spores. It's spread through like tendrils. I think that's what they call it. Tendrils. So all the zombies are connected like wire and it's like an interconnected system which I think is pretty cool because that's how the, the title sequence shows that with the fungus connecting everywhere and that's how fungus actually works where connects to different things and uh like spreads itself across the ground and that's how it connects itself to other places um but yeah i thought that was a cool way of showing it how all the infected are like connected and they move through like wires underground with the infected like the the tendrils and that's all these that's a setup for later in the episode um so yeah after that uh they have to go another way and they go to the museum which is from the game and uh this is where they first encounter the clickers which i guess yeah the end of last episode there was a clicker on the roof which is a pretty good easter egg and then you finally get a full introduction of them here and like oh holy crap uh yeah that was a freaky scene man the the them trying to like they can't make any noise and then like going through and they see all the fungus grown grown all over the ground in the museum and they see just bodies like everywhere just kind of just covered in dead fungus and then they hear like they see like dust coming down from the from the floor above them so they know that there's stuff in there and then they see like a body that's like all torn up and Ellie's like oh the zombie that got me 
wasn't like this. And, uh, he, like, I didn't attack us like this. And they're like, yeah, it's because this is a different kind of zombie. It's the clickers. And they go up um, to, like, the stair, top of the stairs, and all of a sudden the roof collapses in, and that's what attracts the clickers. And I got to say, the makeup and costume design of these is ripped from the game and looks so freaking creepy so freaky looking in the show like it's such a good concept of having like a mushroom grow out of your brain makes you blind and they just like so they just are like they use sound to navigate uh and then um as this is all happening i saw tess get separated with the zombie and i'm like oh yeah so that's how they so that's gonna happen later and um yeah that whole scene though was just really well made really well done with the suspense and the action uh the use of the shadows and the um reflecting the clickers through the glass that was, yeah, it was very well done uh so after that uh they regroup after they kill the clickers and um they show that ellie got scratched again which is not in the game that's another cool little addition they they have her get scratched to show that like that yeah, is one bite was from three weeks ago, but like, look, she got actually scratched again just now. So, and she like, so they're like, oh well, this will prove if she's uh actually infected or not. And uh, so, and then Tess starts acting all like antsy around Joel and is like starting to be a little like uptight. And uh, that's also from the game. Uh, as they escape the museum, and uh, Ellie crosses the board over the buildings from the game, and I, I, like this episode has so many just moments from the game. Because uh, I guess Neil Druckmann, yeah, he directed it, and if anyone's gonna put a lot of Easter eggs to the game, it'd be him. So I thought that was pretty sweet. I, I, and <laughs> it's also hilarious when you, know, you see Joel and uh, Tess. And uh, outside the museum, they before they go in, they crouch down and open their backpacks, which is straight from the game. Where like you have to like go into your inventory and get stuff from the bag. From the bag, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, they they get a view of the um, Boston uh, State House or uh, is it, like I don't know. yeah, it's the State House building I think with the gold top, and that. Uh, like it's just all the visuals of it are, are just look so good put on screen and the game had like this live action aesthetic to it already so it kind of uh, translates itself well to the screen but gosh it looks so good with like a HBO budget like this game so yeah uh, then we get to the the scene that I was waiting for the whole episode which is the part where Tess is separated and or like yeah she has to stay behind and um i, I don't know i got to say I, I really so the rest of the rest of this episode was there wasn't much plot that's what, that's not much to talk about in this episode there wasn't really plot it was very you know just atmosphere scenes um character moments and it, it was slightly slow i will say this is slower than the first episode besides the one um action scene and that's funny because this episode is 
shorter than the first episode. But the first episode was basically like a short film, and it was such a good the whole the whole prologue sequence makes up for the rest of the episode. So yeah, but like the end of this episode, I was really looking forward to because I was like, oh, here's the moment. This is the moment of the episode because every every episode is gonna have like a moment from the game. Um, I would say that's like like oh yeah that's like the moment they're the big moment they're gonna adapt how are they gonna change this big moment like in the first episode it was Sarah's uh, death and then also it was Ellie's introduction to Joel and those are the two big things I would say in that episode and they they slightly changed both of them and uh, but in this they they really change things so first they kind of have it the same where like Tess is freaking out because they arrived at the state house and all the fireflies are dead and it wasn't because of fedra this time it's because of uh um uh what do you call it uh the infection the infection some of them got infected and they had to like they had to shoot out and they all just died and uh so this is like tess is freaking out and uh ellie notices like, she's, like, infected, and Tessa shows her bite, and that's all from the game, and I was like, all right, here we go. I, I, I was just a little confused on how they're going to, like, I like the Fedra part. And then, this is this was a cool addition. So, uh, Tess is, like, crying to Joel for, like, to get Ellie, and that Ellie is, you know, like, the, the bite that she just got clearly hasn't been done anything, and then where Tess just got bit, it's so much worse, and that was, like, a good comparison of the two. And then also as they're walking around, like the tendrils and like the bodies that are down there just start to move. And it connects back to earlier when Tess was saying that all the fungus are connected. And all the bodies that we saw like on the ground, like spazzing out, um, they all all of a sudden notice that there's like a trigger in the state house. Like they're all, they get like an alert. So they all get up and start just charging over there. And, uh, this was, and then I, I thought like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's that's how they're gonna do this. But then I was like, how is how is Tess gonna die here? Is she just gonna get ripped apart, or is she gonna like? Because in the game, you assume she just kind of died, like got, she got shot. But in this, it's like I was like, oh, is she gonna get torn apart, or is she gonna like blow herself up, or like what's going on? And she she starts pouring gasoline everywhere, so I'm like, okay, yeah, she's gonna blow herself up, and that's how she's gonna do it. And uh. I, I don't know something about the scene I, I wasn't as impacted with the performances maybe it was just like the they kind of started to make it more of like an action scene towards the end kind of took the emotion started to take the motion out of it and I was like all right I, they're changing it making it more cinematic it's not as character focused I'd say but whatever it's it's fine and so Joel and Ellie leave and Ellie's really upset about leaving and I thought I was a little odd I'm like well what else are you gonna do with her like she's like don't we can't leave her and I'm like well, she's bit. Like, what else are you going to do? Like, in the game, Ellie understood. Like, there's nothing they could do about Tess. So she didn't really care. But in this, she was like, why? Why are you leaving her? Why are you? And it says, like, well, you have to leave her. You don't understand. You got to get this through your head. And uh, so, yeah. So they, Joel and Ellie leave. And then all of a sudden, the infected burst in and start running through the um, door. And Tess just stands there with the lighter and just is like flicking it and nothing's happening. She's not doing anything. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I just kind of assumed, like, she was obviously in shock at what's happening. And she was like, she wasn't able to just get the lighter going. She was trying to flick it and it wasn't like catching. And uh, I thought, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then a zombie like notices her and sees her. And instead of, 
I was like, okay, she's going to get charged, and then she's going to light it as she's getting charged, and she's going to blow the place up. But instead of that happening, the zombie looks at her, starts to walk towards her, and, like, I'm not even kidding, just starts making out with her and, like, sticking its tendrils down her mouth. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, uh, nah, I'm not a fan of that change at all. That was straight up weird. That completely took out the emotion of the scene and just maybe like go from, oh, sad about test dying to what, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? I was, I was like actually like shocked at that decision. I was very, that seems like fan fiction almost. That was a fan fiction moment. I was like straight, that was, that was the kind of like thing they did that someone who has nothing to do with the source material would put into an adaptation. And I was shocked that Neil Druckmann directed this episode because I was like, oh, wow, he he really put that in there, huh? Wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I was, eh. And then, the yeah, Ellie and Joel see the building blow up and they leave into the fields of Boston, presumably to Bill and Frank next, which is going to be the next episode. And I've heard that episode's amazing. So I'm hyped for that. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, this episode, the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of disappointed with the the ending. Really, really messed it up for me. Because that was the thing they had to get key was the ending of Tess's death. And they, in my opinion, they messed it up pretty bad. Everything up to the kiss thing. That, but that was such a horrendous decision. I don't really. Uh, God, what the hell was that? Oh, that was stupid. That was just dumb. That was dumb as hell. I want to look up. Wait, yeah, so let me see this. Who directed this? You know, Druckmann. It is in fact it is written by Craig. Okay, so Craig Mazin wrote that in there. That was stupid, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'm not disappointed with this episode because there are great parts. I would say everything with the prologue, with the stuff in uh, Jakarta, and everything up to. The end with Tess at the state house was good. This the stuff with Tess at the end. That, they rushed that. They kind of just rushed it again. They didn't really, or not rush it. They, they just didn't do. The, they didn't understand the emotion they put in the original scene, and they didn't capture that same spirit and emotion. That's all you have to do is capture the same energy, and they did not at all. It was a completely different vibe. Like I literally watched this Tess scene right after I watched the episode, and I watched it with my friend who hasn't played the game, and I watched both of them and we watched that and he's like yeah the video game was so much better they did such a better job with her death and ellie's reaction to it and just overall the everything that happened there and i, I understand they wanted to show off the infected that they're connected and they couldn't like run over there but uh, I, I i don't know i don't know i was done with the kiss stupid but besides that i was a uh, I was a big fan of the episode uh music again was great um, they there wasn't really any mu- new music. It's not, I think at the end of that, I think they had a new track by uh, Gustavo, which is cool. I'm excited for the soundtrack. But besides that, they just had you know the music from the game, which I mean that works. Um, but yeah, I I love the vibe of this episode overall. Um, I I love seeing post-apocalyptic America. It's always just interesting to see, and so it's cool to see the overrun Boston, and uh, it's just such an interesting vibe i don't know i love i love the post-apocalyptic genre so so they did a good great job of capturing that uh 
And uh, yeah, the zombies were very awesome. I thought that was like, I saw people saying that like it's like oh it felt like another episode of The Walking Dead. There was no plot, but I was like I thought this did a better job with the zombies than a Walking Dead episode ever did. This had like a whole like lore to them, like a weird system of them working. I thought it was pretty cool the way they explained them. It's just that kiss scene. Holy, what the fuck was that? Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else to really talk about with this because it was it was quick. I mean, it was literally just like a mission of the video game. It's like trying to cover like what happens in like the second mission of the game or like first few missions. It's like so yeah, you just run through there, you fight zombies, post apocalypse America, test dies. They started to have a little bit of relationship with Ellie and Joel. Like so far, still, I would say Ellie. I think it's just because we haven't really had the... At this point in the game, Ellie wasn't really a big character either. She didn't really have a time to shine until after Tess dies. But, like... um, Just now, I don't know. I, I, I definitely prefer the video game version, which is just kind of natural to happen. But Ellie is okay, I would say. She's, she captures the spirit decently, but... I don't know. There's something about it. And it's not her looks, because I know everyone gives her crap because she doesn't look like the character. But, like... It's just the vibe is a little different. She acts a little too old. She's not naive at all. She has no naiveness. She just kind of acts like she's a know-it-all. Which is kind of annoying. It's like, don't be so snarky. You don't know it all. Know your place. Your cargo. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but, yeah. I, it, it. Hmm. And then, uh... Joel was great. I thought I think Pedro Pascal really does a great job with Joel. He doesn't really have like the he just can't really yell. I would say he doesn't really have like that yelling voice that Troy Baker can really put in as Joel. Like you like oh damn he's serious right now. Pedro Pascal kind of has a very high pitched like. You raped her. You murdered her children. Like you know like Oberyn Martell like that. That's all I can ever think of every time he yells is like Oberyn yelling at the mountain. That's literally every all I can ever they got <laughs> yeah and then Tess I, I really like the one that play, the girl that plays Tess I thought she did a great job um and those are the really the only three actors in the entire episode oh the the beginning the beginning was like a like a little short film in itself like a little like five minute like infection short film that was really good I, I love that stuff with the pre-apocalypse stuff that was that was awesome uh yeah so next week is the bill episode i think that's like a standalone episode with bill and frank that'll be interesting to see because that's none of that's from the game so this everything that's not from the game i love and it's funny because i think it's just because i'm not comparing it if i didn't have the game to compare it to i think it'd be great except the kiss thing that was just a dumb that was like some that was some weird shit <clears throat> but yeah i'm really looking for it i've heard the critics say that next week episode is awesome so that's hype and, uh, yeah, so I would say this episode is not as good as the first one, but uh, it's still, I think the series has a great potential and has done a great, really good job so far of capturing the game and also doing its own thing. And it has good ideas and taking it's having a little slight new spin on the game, but also respecting the source material. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Um, talk about episode three next week. Uh yeah, I guess that's really all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to think about something else to talk about right now in regards to this episode. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to end it here. So have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to eat your fucking cinnamon rolls. Peace.